Well, 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 hello, Lauren. Hello, well, 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 hello, Chandler. So happy, so happy to be talking to you. You know, you say that every time and it just feels faker and faker. That's because, you know, unfortunately I'm not a good liar. That's Um, true. Um, Okay, can I just, can I start you off with what just happened to me moments ago? What? I was walking down the street and this is the level of adoration I would like to be greeted with from you every time we begin recording the podcast. Okay. Are you ready? A man said to me as I was walking, he said, can I make ramen noodles with your bath water? Wait, what? That was the cat call I received you. Yeah. Like moments ago. Can I make ramen noodles with your bath water? Yeah. So I would like you to begin every podcast with some type of gesture or words of affirmation I'm like that. Honestly, going to throw up everything I've ever eaten in my entire life. <laughs> know, like right? that's the most disgusting, especially I your know. bath water. Oh, okay. Like I just, I'm actually I, extremely clean. I'm pretty sure I shower more than you do, but we don't need to have split hairs on the airwaves. I'm just going, Oh my gosh. Wow. This guy must be really desperate for, for ramen water. Um, wow. Chandler, I'm just saying how do you feel? it's a city full of beautiful women. And there I was. He wants your broth. Okay. Um, <laughs> Absolutely revolting. We are recording this. We are pre-recording. So this is going to come out a week from today. Okay. So we're recording this on the 9th, everyone, but this won't come out to the 16th. So we're going to be talking like I'm not on the trip yet. Like, not, you know, I haven't seen Chandler yet because I haven't. Mm-hmm. So this conversation is a little dated, but we just have to go with it. Right. Right. Because the reason is, is I'm going to be off the grid next week and I'm not going to be able to do any sort of editing or recording or anything like that. Right. And Chandler for sure is not going to pick up the slack. Absolutely not. Lauren will literally be nowhere near, you know, a working setup on her safari and she's not willing to work hard enough at this podcast to make it work while she's on vacation. So, you know, we should just, you know, your actions are speaking very loud, Lauren. Listen, it's one week. It's one week off the grid. And you know what? You should be so lucky that you have such an organized partner who literally scheduled all of our episodes for this month and made sure that we'd be covered lest I have any issues. Um, thank you for everything. Blah, blah, blah. I do appreciate <laughs> you. Oh, thanks. I appreciate you too. Um, okay. What's going on? What's happening in your world In your in Chandler's world In Chandler's world? I don't know. It's been pretty humdrum. Um, I'm anxiously awaiting your arrival, yours and Courtney's arrival. Um, I had a traumatic experience this week though, and I've been saving this story for the pod. Oh, I love um, hearing about your trauma, please. Yeah. I've got, I've got lots of it to unpack. So cue the shot new, in Florida, a new trauma happened this week. Um, so my therapist, you know, has a full, full ledger of tasks to get through and things to unpack with me. But anyways, I, I was working all day and it was kind of crazy and I had to go to a friend dinner. So, uh, and I had to bring Brussels sprouts. We were making, you know, the Courtney grow salad, one of the salads from TikTok that she's posted anyway. So I needed to bring Brussels sprouts to this dinner. Okay. You know, a very harmless task for me, something I could absolutely do. I got some groceries delivered because I was pretty busy with work all day and I wasn't going to have time to, you know, go to the grocery store. Sure. So I order the groceries and I'm kind of like in like wall to wall meetings. And I don't realize that they've been delivered to the wrong apartment until like an hour after they're delivered because the person texts me and they're like, they're outside your door. Then like an hour later, I check outside my door. They're not there. 
And I'm like, shoot, I wonder if they got delivered to the wrong place. I look sure enough, they got delivered to uh, one digit off from me, like on my street. Okay. Okay. And I'm rushing around. I need to go to this dinner. So I, you know, throw on some shoes and a jacket and I run across the street to the other apartment and I am standing outside. And the way I like a lot of New York apartments work is that there's like, there's like two doors to get into the building. There's like the front door and then there's like the second front door. And usually like the first front door is unlocked sometimes so that you can like just get into the second front door to like buzz to hit the like, so you can get out of the weather. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And that's the way like my building works, but like this building, actually both doors were locked. So hmm. I buzzed, uh, you know, apartment two on the neighboring building okay. and I buzz it once. I can't tell how long the buzzer sound sounds. So I, I buzz it a second time. No, I don't get anything. And I'm like, I don't even know if this box works. Cause like sometimes like, you know, the boxes aren't great. And so I buzz it a third time until, and then I buzz another number, just like hoping that somebody will let me in and I can just like run to this apartment and grab my stuff. Well, then I hear like some muffled sounds and then the, the door unbuzzes. Okay. The door, the door buzzes and I, the door unlocks and I run inside and I don't really see, it's not very clear which apartment is two. So then I run up the stairs and I hear someone from the lower level scream, did somebody let you in? Okay. Oh my gosh. And I'm oh my like, gosh. and I'm like, <sighs> so I just start, so I start to like scurry down the stairs and I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. I'm so sorry. I think my groceries got delivered to the wrong place. I think my, you know, I think you accidentally got my groceries and I encounter this 65 year old man with eyebrows okay. growing off of his face who yeah. then proceeds to scream to, at me. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. He then proceeds to scream at me and he just starts laying into me and he yells, who taught you how to ring a bell like that? Literally, oh. he, he proceeds to just, he repeats that same sentence probably four to five times. Who taught you how to ring a bell like that? Who taught, like literally his, and he's getting angrier. He's not getting less angry as I just proceed to profusely apologize. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. It was a mishap. I didn't know if anyone could hear me. You know, I, I'm so sorry. And I'm just like, I, I just felt truly so small. And he's just like, he's very, very rude. So rude. Who taught you oh how to ring a bell gosh. like that? I mean, and how I'm many kinda, times did you ring it again? I rang it a max four times. Okay. And also for the record, Amazon will come and ring your bell a bazillion times. They don't care at all. Right. They, right. They will ring until the cows come home until somebody in the building lets them in. Right. And, and that's just like a part of the, the experience it's part of the New York charm, whatever. Um, and so, and I'm just like, okay, I think I actually have to, he was not going to stop yelling. Cause he's literally not getting any less mad. He's only getting more mad. Like, okay. and I'm just like, it's, I'm so sorry. It was a total mishap. And so I like, kind of like walk away and just like, kind of like exit the building and immediately, like, I am like so shaken up by this. Like, I don't know if you've been yelled at, uh, by another adult in like a very long time, but it is extremely jarring. Like it, it, it is not, yeah, no, it is. That I, it like, is for sure. It's, it's so jarring. And, um, Ben also was on FaceTime with me the whole time. I'm going to, you know, excuse Ben's reaction from the record because I was actually very mad at him for what he said to me. Um, okay. Wait, now you have to say what he said to you. Ben just goes, um, you know, how many times did you ring the bell? After yeah. he's literally heard, I guess he only heard a portion, but after he heard, like, that's his first question to me as I just start to fully break down into hysterics. And I was, Lauren, I kid you not, I was hysterically sobbing for 15 minutes. Not, I like, I was coming down a little bit, but I was crying pretty hard for probably five, 
five minutes. I'm so sorry. No, it's a, it's a, it's literally just fine. I think the whole thing was just an interesting exercise and like moment and like, wow, I really don't do well with feedback of any kind. No, that's and like, and also I don't know. It just like put me in this zone of like, like I did my homework wrong and an adult is screaming at me. An adult is like very, very mad at me. Well, like I'm are, just like a petulant, stupid little girl. You are very much a people pleaser and yeah. you have a very tender heart and you are very sensitive. Yeah. And why am I, li- I literally feel like I could start crying right now. It's your best and your worst quality. I literally feel like, like, um, a frog is in my throat or whatever. Like, um, <laughs> I know. And, and that too, that too really stuck out to me. I was like, okay, I probably need to like work with someone to like make more people angry or something to like get a thicker skin because this, I FaceTime my other friends who were waiting for me and I'm, they thought someone had died because I was oh like hiccuping gosh. sobs when I, when I first called them. Does I thought there, is there a funny end to the story where like the guy is, is like eating the Brussels sprouts that he's cooked or like, no, this is it? No, just no. that you were he brutalized. Just, I was brutalized and over $10 worth of Brussels sprouts. Was there any acknowledgement of the groceries or no? No, he the just groceries like handed, were never he, found. He, no, he handed me the bag and then proceeded. Oh, he to did have me. them. He did have them. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Anyways, gosh. sorry if this is a total downer. It's, this is meant to be more like a, this is a, a hilarious, you know, bad New York moment, you know, that happened to me. Not like I have some real deep stuff to work through, but anyways, I was, I feel like to, you just need to, to learn you. to yell back. Like you need to learn to be like, Fuck you, well, you know, I'll bleep that out, but you need to learn to be like, Fuck you. These are my Brussels sprouts. Right. And stop screaming in your fa- my face and go trim your eyebrows. You douchebag. I know. I and know. then just turn well, around and leave. Like you got to learn to I be just, a bitch. I'm not trying to make this like a gender thing, but I just feel like also that would not have happened to a dude. Like I just was like stupid mm. little girl. I'm, I know you're going to, you're going to go, you know, all, uh, all Barry Weiss on me. But I'm going to get all men's rights on you. Yeah. Um, And no, I think that if anything, sometimes men are more aggressive with other men. Like when I hear Kagan talking to two guys that he works with, I'm just like, yeah, I mean, maybe more like trying to make them cry. No, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like, I I don't know. It was a very interesting, like old mean grandpa, stupid girl. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry, sis. Anyway, I'm glad you got your Brussels sprouts back. This is, I don't know if this was a stupid story. So sorry if it was. No, it's, it's a good story. You know, I think people want all the color of your New York experience. I think that, um, I think it's interesting and yeah, you just got to learn to be more of a B. It's so so true. I I have, and I, you know, what's funny. I feel like in the, when I I was so caught off guard by how angry he was that I was kind of like mad at first. I was like, I'm so sorry. This was like, I literally was responding in that exact tone like measured, like, Hey, I'm just like another person. I'm so sorry. But then like, I had this like wave after of like, of guilt and, and just like shock, honestly. I think that you and I both have a thing where we do want people to like us. Yeah. And when people don't like us, even like from, from a tepid review of the pod or right, right. just kind of a, a bitchy snide DM or, and, and, you know, not even podcast related, like, you know, I mean, honestly, if someone's apathetic to, to us as like friends, it's just like, oh, well that bitch. Okay. Yeah. I think that, I, I think that we definitely, maybe it's an ego thing. I don't know, but we like it when people, For sure. we, we definitely care about what people think about us and we're, we don't know if it's know. an ego thing. It might not be an ego thing. It might be something else related. It's probably not, has, doesn't have anything to do with our ego. Yeah. Our, do with our ego. 
<laughs> it just has to do with our concern for other people having good right. teeth and it's humans, just, you know? Ac- absolutely. It's from an altruistic place. Of I course. can't believe they don't understand how to choose a friend. Clearly. I know. It's I mean my, my heart breaks for them. It's like an it's an empathy thing, you know. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you, it, it is kind of funny and this is just a side note, but a lot of people, um, you know, on, since we're doing this giveaway, which I'm going to mention again, if you want to enter the walking pad giveaway, which is still live as you're listening to this podcast, you can still enter, um, go ahead and put on your stories. All you have to do to enter is mention the pod, tag us, include a link to the episode that's required and mm-hmm. shout out the pop apologist to your friends. Let, let your friends know that you love the pod. That's all you have to do to enter the giveaway. Also, please do not put that your, this is part of a giveaway because that invalidates the recommendation that we're hoping you would give anyway. Um, but I will say that. Thank so, you for the, all those terms and conditions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting really good at it. Um, Oh, and also your entry is not submitted until you hear back from us. Oh God! So if you, if you don't and if you have back, any of the following side effects, see this, which might thing. include high blood pressure. <laughs> I handle all the administrative bullshit of this podcast and then I get bullied for it. Um, okay. But truly <sighs> you, you have to hear back from us entered or else we didn't see <laughs> okay. it. So yeah, you'll have to, you, you know, we have to respond. So if we don't respond, hit us up again. Okay. But what I'm saying is that some people have also tagged our, my personal account. Mm-hmm. And it's super funny because, you know, I, I kind of love it. I love when people tag my personal account yeah, too, yeah. because then I repost it. And like, I love the fact that people I know from high school and like random people in my life. know. I want Promo them to alert. know something. I want, to them, to, I want them to know that the pub apologist yeah. is not this like well, embarrassing <sighs> you know, thing we do for nothing that people actually really enjoy it. And it's like a thing. I'm trying to be judicious with how much I repost that because I do think that like, I don't know, I, I feel like a little bit weird reposting it sometimes because I'm like, I know this is part of a giveaway. See, I don't totally mm, No, because this this shout outs are so sincere. Like I don't repost ones that are just like, you know, that's true. That's true. They all have been amazing, stunning reviews with great, you know, commentary on us. If someone does a, like a basically a reel or puts a really thoughtful, you know, that puts a really thoughtful insane. story, the reel is insane. Like that to me, I yeah. love it. I want to share it. I'm, it makes me so proud. Um, yeah. So I'm so grateful. But it's funny because like I have friends, I have friends who just don't acknowledge this podcast and who don't follow and who yeah. just like are not necessarily. I don't know. It's just like are they very aloof? Mm-hmm. And I just always think it's interesting when you have a side hustle, you have a hustle and there are certain people who really are like, uh, supportive and ask about it. And yeah. Yeah. Are kind and supportive yeah. and they don't have to listen, but follow, like give it a follow. I mean, you know? I literally have a coworker who's 0% interested in pop culture, but she subscribes to our Patreon. It's not just coworker, best friend, Molly. And like, but she doesn't even, I don't even know if she really listens, but she literally contributes to our Patreon. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that is not expected whatsoever. It is. But if, if any of my friends have a side hustle, I will absolutely follow it. And, yeah. you know, I will, tr- I will try to support it in any way I can. Like, so it's just, even if it means that you support it and then you mute it. Exactly. It, you follow, even if it means you follow and right. mute, it's just right. like a gesture. And I think it's 
another gesture to not. And maybe that's me being like weird and judgy, but it's just always interesting to me. Um, and so I've loved this giveaway because it's given me the opportunity to remind those aloof friends that pop apologist is right. becoming well, a toddler just, of a podcast instead of just, a it has, podcast. yeah, it just shows that like, it's validated by like an external community that has no, uh, obligation to support us. Yeah. So anyway, I really appreciate when everyone tags me. Um, and I she likes okay. a tag folks. She likes a tag. She likes a shout I like out. a tag. I like a follow. It bugs me so much that you have more followers than me here. Can really we really just it actually? Oh, it keeps me up at night. I mean, no, it doesn't really bother me. I mean, you also have deleted your Instagram like 18 million times and That's rebranded why. completely. I've rebranded my whole life so many times yeah. that <laughs> my problem is, is that I've just, you know, I have to, I've started from scratch every two years where Chandler's had the same account for Lauren's 10. Wiped her account. Like wipe my account, right? Wipe my Lauren's, identity. Lauren's done the full, um, Pamela Anderson thing or who is totally. it? It's like, this will be my last post on social media because now I'm a fully <laughs> present, happy person. Wait, let's pull it up. It's so funny. That's one of my, fa- this is actually one of my favorite posts on Instagram. Um, but this is truly like Lauren's energy every few days. No, this is, yeah, this is my energy. I mean, only because a of pop apologist has she kind of had to like stick with it. But like there, there was a time, there was a, a couple of years where she would every six to eight weeks be like, I'm just going to get a flip phone. I'm just getting a flip phone. Well, I don't really, not, I'm not going to upgrade because I'm probably just getting a flip phone. <laughs> there was a time in college where I got rid of my phone. Um, there, it was like a two month period. It was excruciating. There was a time when I got rid of my laptop I got rid of my laptop. Imagine that you decide that you don't want a computer. It just literally makes everything a nightmare for your friends. Okay. Let me read this Pamela Anderson thing. Okay. Okay. This is Lauren, everybody. This will be my last (laughs) post on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. I've never been interested in social media. And now that I'm settled into the life I'm genuinely inspired by reading and being in nature, I am free. Thanks for the love. Blessings to you all. Let's hope you find strength an inspiration to follow your purpose and not try to be seduced by a wasted time. That's what they want and can use to make money control over your brain. And then there's a lot of hashtags. Wait, I love how it's, that's what they want. It's like, she ends right. with a little conspiracy theory, which is also <laughs> a little fitting. Yeah. Um, no, I, it's absolutely true. The peers, my problem Chandler, my vision of myself and who I thought I would be is so vastly, vastly, vastly different from mm-hmm. the like adult I have become right. Um, like I have become that, which I most loathed, you know, like Absolutely. a thirsty consumer when I really thought I would become like a Henry David Thoreau esque poet. And aren't we so relieved you didn't, I like, I could not flip your poetry. <laughs> like as much as I want to say, I would care about this, your hustle of poetry. It would be very hard for me to have to like, you know, rupee car, all your posts. <laughs> I mean, that was a side hustle difficult to follow if there was one. I had it, but my serious three-year poet stint was very intense. And anyway, like my vision of my adult life, it's just so completely disparate. I really thought I would be like, do you feel like you're disappointed? And my, oh yeah. Every day I look in the mirror and think like, this is exactly you, what you swore you'd you never become. You had really such high, high expectations like, of like your life, like you know, your what remains type of life. 
yeah, what remains is a documentary about Sally Man. And then, and I have a part of my personality where I'll see like a documentary or something, and I'll be like, no, this is the person I want to be. Like, I'm not just like, oh, that person's cool. I'm like, no, I need to start dressing like this person. Yeah, yeah. I need to start like obsessing over everything about them and know mm-hmm. everything there is to know about them in a very obsessive stalkery way. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I saw this documentary, which I highly recommend, and. I won't get too into it, but yes, I really wanted to be like a very esteemed woman, a very strong, serious woman. It's who like only thought no, about like important such, things. Esteemed is just such an annoying word. Cause it's like, not only are you like, it's, it's such a word that's like all about external validation. I'm esteemed oh, in the community. Sure. No, you know, like I like, wanted to, my, I wanted my poetry to be canonized. Like I wanted yeah. to be like in, I'm going to vomit. I wanted to be, I wanted to be taught like in okay. universities someday. Um, but the problem is, is that's just not who I am. Like I just, yeah. that's not, that's not even close to who I am. Like I actually, I know people having been in that community. I know people yeah. who, who are like that, but I'm just not like, I yeah. am yeah. a reality television, you know, vain bitch. And I just at some point accepted that. So right. anyway, anyway, um, okay. I'm sorry. And it, I ended up loving business and making money. And that was also a revelation. Anyway, mm-hmm. I can get into that whole journey, that whole, let's save that for another want. solo episode. <laughs> <laughs> if people want to hear it, I can give the full thing. It'll be like a 10 yeah. hour listeners um, right so. in. If you want to hear <laughs> <laughs> we won't plan on it, but write in if you want. Yeah, it'll be like a Ken Burns style 18 hour, 18 hour do- documentary about myself. Okay. Um, can I tell you that let's get back to basic B stuff because I do want to tell you about a little glow up I've had. Are you ready? I guess. Yeah. Okay. I packed for my trip with this stunning luggage mom got me. Oh, like, so a glow up that mom sponsored. This is yeah, like- this is a no, this is just basically you guys, I'm used to pack. I'm used to luggage that it's TJ Maxx, Marshall's mm-hmm. BS, mm-hmm. you know, 59.99 suitcases that barely right. function that are like a strange shade of blue that are oddly ribbed on the outside. Chandler said that the outside of mine looked like a condom. Um, <laughs> anyway, like hideous, hideous really luggage. Hideous. Yeah. Yeah. And our mom is doing this thing for our birthdays. She's all getting us this luggage and we get to pick and it's so pretty. It's so nice. It's by a company called base B E I S. Mm-hmm, I don't know how mm-hmm, to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mine is, uh, it's beige to match my hair, obviously. And obviously so, you match your luggage to your hair. Who are you? It's so cute. It's so, so cute. Um, and I was just, it's been so fun to pack. Like mom told me the trip starts when you start packing, when you have cute, nice luggage. And she's so right. Like it was so fun to pack. I have all these accessories, like nothing is just like thrown in a Ziploc. Like, mm-hmm. no, I have anyway, it's just very fun. And so I highly recommend requesting or purchasing better luggage if you don't because it's true the the trip begins when you're packing and it's so fun yeah I I really enjoy packing for some reason and even before I had nice luggage um I did not get you know a full luggage suite like mom has given now you and Courtney I got like a 10 piece seat I got I I got one suitcase I got one suitcase oh really that's it yes. you didn't get the yes set. I bought my I bought my carry-on you know on my own oh, wow you got like, gypped like the girl from Les Mis. Um, (laughs) 
Wow. That's and a true Fontaine moment. Oh yes, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. The poor thing. Mm-hmm. So I actually, I'm going to do some sort of recon to try to finesse yeah. a little bit more out of mom. I think yeah. you should just wait till they have another deal going and then be like, Hey, can I complete my set? And you should get like, you should oh. get the beige carry on to go with your black well, suitcase. Well, I actually do the have the beige carry on. Mom is- gave that to me as a gift. I will say. Oh, so you did get the full set. No, but that came later. That was for something else I did. Just okay. For- this is, this yeah. is getting, we're getting into the weeds anyway. Okay. I'm just very Anyways. happy. I'm going to post a cute pic of the luggage and tag mom. Cause I'm truly grateful. It was That's it's like been so fun. Okay, great. Let's talk more bougie stuff. AKA the queen of bougie herself. Glenneth Paltrow's architectural digest yes. architectural digest feature. Yes. I mean, um, <sighs> breathless. Are you breathless? Breathless. Breathless. I think the only thing that was truly missing was Brad Falchuk. I needed to be resuscitated after I watched that architectural yeah. digest video. It was, so I don't know if you, if you want to run through this, but like I, there were just a few moments where I truly realized that I was a deeply poor person. Yeah. Like, so, like mm-hmm. so poor, like so an poor. actual pop, and, another Fontaine moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a few, a few, I had a few feelings about this when I was at, when I was at Casa Ocho, um, and all of that just came right back to the surface when Gwyneth mentioned, you know, having a lighting designer. Okay. Can you right. imagine hiring someone who's like a lighting artist? I mean, to be totally honest with you, I didn't even realize she was that rich. Like, I know that movie stars make a lot of money, but she, but I didn't know Goop did so well. I don't know. All I can I mean, say they have though, like a is Netflix that- show. Like, yeah, and, I, and sure. True. She's got family money. She comes from like, Blythe and her dad's a director. Yeah. And Brad is obviously successful. Um, no, it's, it's, I, I personally like, yes, that was my overwhelming sensation. As I turned it off, I just felt like such a popper. Like I felt silly that I feel like luxurious in my everyday life. Cause I love my apartment. Like, I'm like, wow, you didn't realize how broke you really are. You're literally talking to someone who rented a U-Haul to pick up a $120 dresser from Facebook marketplace. Like, it's just so depressing. And I was like stoked on it. I'm like, this is from Crate and Barrel. <laughs> For sure. Totally. And then, ugh, yeah, like every single room was immaculate. And just, I think the idea of building your dream home with basically zero financial constraints is like, it feels like a fever dream to me. No, absolutely. And I think the other thing though, that I will say is that not only building your dream home, but doing it with the taste level of Gwyneth Paltrow, Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. think about this, Heather Dubrow must be catatonic after watching that video. I mean, looking at (sighs) the, like the, I'm sure the resources are semi-similar there. Right. Heather Dubrow could have built that house and look at, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Instead, Instead, she's in that like shades of mocha monolith. Well, I had this crazy moment where I was like, why would you ever build a game room when you could build a spa? Like, I I don't understand fully going, fully going to renovate her house after that. I mean, she she absolutely should. But I'm, I just realized I'm like, why wouldn't you put like an underground spa in your house? Like, why, why are these basements literally like caves that have like pinball machines in them? Like put a sauna in it, make it a spa. Especially because, you know, I'm sure the the level of 
marble and all the details. I'm sure that was extremely, extremely expensive. But I mean, just installing a jacuzzi, installing a cold plunge, literally installing a sauna. Saunas are not that expensive. Like that could right, probably you, all be done uh, for, I'm going to say, I'm not a contractor, not a licensed contractor. This is but literally because I have no basis in reality. This is like, not, not, <laughs> I didn't just throw a number out there. Yeah, exactly. This is a hundred percent literally not true, but you could Coming probably from renter. Uh-huh, go on. You could probably do a version of that, a low rent version of that for a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Great. That's, that's a nice safe estimate. Yeah. I mean, even if you were to, okay, I'm just fully now thinking brass tax. Like if you were the bare minimum, yeah, you could just do in your basement, a sauna, if you yeah. had a sauna and then like a sauna, and then maybe you, you have like, you know, the back door to your patio leads to like a, a jacuzzi, a sauna plus a jacuzzi is essentially a spa is yeah. That's really all you need. Like everything that's else all is you it, need is totally the cold plunge is kind of like, whatever. I I'm not right. like, I'm not fully Wim Hof yet, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. Um, and I just felt like no one has really done that that I know of has created yes. such a luxurious spa. And I exactly. love, I love, you know what I loved about everything she did mm-hmm. is that of course it had the appeal and freshness of like the, you know, white, bright farmhouse vibe. Yes. Yes. But it was all done with old like European mm-hmm. accents and details. Right. And then that, right. all that gorgeous hand-painted wall, three-dimensional mm-hmm. wallpaper, which I didn't so know cool. existed. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just was, it was otherworldly. It was truly, yeah. it was truly otherworldly. Uh, can you imagine taking group meetings from the Montecito house? Oh my gosh. Okay. But this is my, okay. This is a question I have that I'm so yeah. curious about. So if any truly wealthy people are listening to this, please write in. But obviously these houses, they have to be run by a full staff, right? Like they just have to, like, I mean, I would, I don't know if that house needs to be run by a full staff. It needs at least a housekeeper, at, at least, least a probably someone who comes every day to like, you know, keep it up, maybe check. I mean, the, the spa itself is going to need a lot of upkeep. There's going to be an interior and exterior person right. without a doubt. Here's right. my question for truly rich people mm-hmm. who have like $80,000 bracelets and watches laying around. How does that work? Like when you have, right. Like, cause, cause I feel like it's so hard to find good help these days. Not, it's not that it's more like, like, it just would be really strange to be paying someone. Like, let's say even say you're paying them quadruple market rate, like 60 bucks an hour or something yeah, to clean your yeah. house. Um, it's still the, the disparity in resources. Like I just would never be able to, I don't know. It just would seem so uncomfortable. Yeah. Do you know what it, does, does that make any sense to you? Like how? No, would you- definitely. Like, it's like, I feel like, yeah, I, I feel like that would feel pretty awkward. And yeah. I would feel awkward asking someone to clean my house. Yeah. Like I that would was like, yeah, totally. And I just wouldn't feel safe leaving valuables out. Like, especially mm-hmm. valuables where literally it's like, oh, like if I just grab that bracelet, everything I can is pay valuable. For my son's like, education. Yeah, that's dishes, true. You're right. Like literally everything is a valuable. I will say the plate wall gave me high anxiety. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if those plates are like designer or something because just oh, so anxiety like them falling. Accumulate. No. And also I just like, I'm just like, least not a favorite fan part. of like the, yeah, the blue. Um, the living room was also off to me. I will say 
Yeah. Did you love the living room? Uh, I like, I thought it was fine. Was the living room the one with like the bar, the bar. in it too? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't as cozy as I wanted it to feel. Maybe I just felt like there was something off about it. Maybe it was just the camp, like the way they filmed it, but yeah, it didn't, it did not feel cozy. I think it was probably the seventies furniture. And then I didn't, I didn't love how the bar was so clearly like an installation, Mm, you know, in front of the wall. I wish it had been kind of more seamless. Mm, Um, mm -hmm. anyway, I am nitpicking a truly dream home. Well, will, the good yeah. is you'll never live there and you'll never live anywhere close to there. So no, you won't have no. to worry about those things. Like, you know, your bar not feeling as seamless. Um, <laughs> the I wanted to Portuguese see the back tile. Yeah. I will say the reclaimed okay. Portuguese tile did remind me of my summer in Lisbon. I don't know. Did you remember I did that? I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I did um, prepare like, that line. A, I should... <laughs> I should refer to all my used furniture as reclaimed. This is a reclaimed <laughs> Facebook marketplace, Ikea dresser. Um, this, this is, is reclaimed <laughs> Swedish. Uh, yeah. Ibsen shelves that have been used by uh, three other poor people. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I, um, I wish I would have seen the backyard. That was something that was kind of like a mystery to me. Maybe they haven't done the backyard. Maybe they're saving up. You know, well, of course, do the backyard. She, we're not permitted to see the upper chambers where her and Brad, right. you know, make sweet, sweet love. Yeah. And that was, yeah. that was difficult for me because I really wanted to see her bathroom and I her also, bedroom. I want to know what other houses she has. I, um, I know that she has a she house in the she, Hamptons. She said she doesn't have her New York apartment anymore. And I'm like, why mm-hmm. not? I think she's always in Montecito or she's in the Hamptons, but what doesn't make sense to me. And please, if you know anything right in, but Goop is based out of LA and that's not, that's a trek Montecito to LA. So well, I how think she lives in LA too. I think she has LA too. She must have an LA up. house. Yeah. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow and Brad Falchuk's home. Well, this is a really hot photo of them. No, she I makes me wondered. never want to dye my hair dark, That this is now what I'm feeling or like, like she, her dark blonde is the darkest I'd go. Anyways, why? Because she looks other so much better, brighter. Well, no, I'm just like she's just so beautiful, and I'm like I just feel like she wouldn't oh, look as beautiful right. if she had dark hair. No, she wouldn't. No, the yeah. the iconic bright blonde <gasps> oh, is, looks amazing on her. I'm seeing the backyard. The backyard has a huge pool. I just oh yeah saw yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You. yeah. It's like a stunning backyard. Wow. Yeah. No, oh. I don't. It's. Okay, here's the thing I will say. I love lifestyle porn. I really do. Mm-hmm. It 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 is my thing. I love it. And so that is why um a new Netflix series pivoting has become something akin to a religion for me. Soy okay. Georgina. Yes. Let's talk about let's me talk about it. bugging you about this show. The amount of text messages I received over my weekend, okay? I'm I'm off the clock, folks. And I was getting request from Lauren to watch this show. And I'm like, I get it. I'll watch it. I'll get around to it. But then it was like, and then I would get a missed call. Just wanted to call you about soy Georgina. (laughs) Honestly, this show is a revelation and it is unlike anything I've ever seen. There's so much here. There's so much to unpack. I'm having a little bit of like a, what remains moment with this show with, okay. Well, you and I have different opinions on it. You and I have different opinions on it, but I I would like to hear what captivated you. Okay. So what captivates me? Okay. So this is what I'm going to tell you also, um, in our, in our episode with Kate Casey, Mm -hmm. 
she talked about Soy Georgina and I hadn't seen it yet. So I was just kind of like, oh, whatever. But then I went to dinner with my friend Sara that night. And she's like, you have to watch this show, Soy Georgina. Oh, really? Like, this woman is incredible. Yes. So Georgina Rodriguez is who the show is about. She's 27. She was 22. She's from a very small town in Northern Spain. Um, did not grow up affluent whatsoever. In fact, the opposite, you know, with parents who really struggled. Mm-hmm. And she, she, she was working at Gucci at 22 in Madrid. And that is where she met Cristiano Ronaldo, the best mm-hmm. soccer player in the world, the most followed mm-hmm. person on Instagram, like yeah. one of the richest men in the world. And also super hot guy, like not just all that. Yeah, super hot. But on top of it, chiseled physique, gorgeous face. Yeah. Yeah. So like that was the first thing that was, that's all I think about when I think about Cristiano Ronaldo before watching the show, I barely, I couldn't tell you what team he played on. I just knew he was the hot soccer player. Right. Right. Super hot. Always been super hot. Always. So this is what's fascinating about this show. Um, Georgina is beautiful. She's, Mm -hmm. I think she's gorgeous, but I don't think I wouldn't call her like doubts and cruise, like otherworldly, like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is a girl. This is Giselle Bündchen. I think she's like very much like attainable pretty, which, you know, and so I think it's, what's interesting about this is that she's, you know, she's more, I think, relatable, even though she's stunning. She's also, she's also just a very naturally beautiful looking woman. She's not like, and I, I don't know. I feel like that's maybe the wrong way of saying it, but like, she's just like, you're saying attainable. You know, it's not like I feel like she's sculpt uh, quite a sculpt. She's just like an extremely beautiful woman. Yeah, she's very beautiful, but and it's not even just about her, it's not even close to just about her physicality. I would just say that I think a lot of women will be able to see themselves in her because mm-hmm. you know, she talks about schlepping on the bus to go work at Massimo Duty, which is like, you know, Spain Zara, essentially. Right. And then, you know, her like she talks about just the struggle working in a hotel when she was like 19 in this small town and saving up the money to move to Madrid and just the, the struggle to, you know, whatever to get by. Right. And, right. and so she's 22 working at Gucci and she catches the eye of Cristiano Ronaldo. And now she is one of the wealthiest women. She's now her, his partner. They've had a child together and then she also is now pregnant with twins. She's 27 now mm-hmm. or 28 now, but she was 27 at the time of filming. She was not pregnant at the time of filming. Um, here's what's fascinating about this. So this very relatable girl, her attitude is like, it's like she, like Cristiano is lucky to have met her. Like right, right. her confidence is a masterclass. She has a walking yeah. masterclass in being the prize. Like that's a big thing. You need to be the prize. Like in your relationship, you need to treat yourself like the prize and expect to be treated like the prize. And that will change a lot of the dynamics, which is another thing I can talk about my solo episodes. But anyway, um, she is the prize and she knows she's the prize, even though by every objective standard, Cristiano is by far the prize. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. it is a masterclass in confidence. And here, uh, here's also what's interesting. She doesn't, She's not like Jen Shaw or someone who is pretending to be like this rich person who's always been rich. She's very yeah. straightforward about her yeah. life yeah. and her upbringing. And, and so she's very honest about that and where she came from and how new this wealth is to her. But then also in the same 
string of sentences, she will say, I, you know, I love working with his interior designer because she understands my needs and that colors and textures are right. very important to me. And each room right. needs to have different tones. Mm-hmm. Like she's also extremely exacting and she speaks like someone who has been, there's no extremely wealthy like for decades. There's not like a dimension of nouveau riche to her. That's yeah. Like she's, she's not super gaudy, I guess. Like she wears obviously like does, she'll wear a designer headscarf. Don't get me wrong, but she's not like gaudy, like a gen shot, like you're saying. Right. And she's, she speaks like she has been, you know, a very wealthy partner or wife to someone for 20 years running a Mm -hmm. home. Like Mm -hmm. the way she talks to their, one of the assistants where she's like, we will need a, you know, a a summer place with gardens for the children to walk. Right. Right. Where the pool is far away from the house so that they don't wake us up if we're taking a nap. Like she just has so many standards yet came from so little. And I think that's really interesting. It's like fascinating just to hear her talk. Mm -hmm. But then the other thing about her is that, so Cristiano, as Kate mentioned on the pod, he had three children via surrogate before she came into the picture. I know, which is so interesting. Yeah, he had, he, he hired or paid for elite athletes to donate their eggs or to give their eggs so that he could, you know, procreate with surrogates to create other elite athletes, which is super Mm -hmm. interesting. But Georgiana, Georgina, Georgiana, Georgina has embraced these children with open arms and treats them all like they're her children. And she's extremely maternal, extremely grounded. She's kind of like has Amber Filler energy in the way that she like loves being a mother right? and spending time with her children is so important to her. Like she says that basically she always dreamed of having a wonderful, loving family. And now she has these beautiful children that give her so much love and this, you know, Prince Charming by her side and that dreams come true. It's like a moment Mm -hmm. that gave me the chills. I know. Anyway, there's just so much there. It's not just lifestyle. So that's my pontification you say don't watch the dubbed over version watch this the version uh, with subtitles yeah you might as well not watch if you're gonna watch the dubbed over version because you have to hear the strength in her tone of voice when she's speaking it's so interesting like Mm -hmm. I think her voice is a key part of the experience yeah yeah can I also just say she is not extremely skinny and I love that no she has this whole thing where like she was, she's just like, she, she definitely is normal. Like she'll be like, Oh, you know, uh, need to lose a few or uh, right. You know, like, it's the summer. Sh- mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like someone asked her, she's like, do you like you lose, don't you lose weight in the summer? Like you sweat a lot. She's like, no, I gain weight in the summer. I'm traveling. I'm on vacation. I'm eating a lot. I eat a lot. Mm-hmm, People say to me, mm-hmm. why don't you, why don't you fast for a day? I, I could never fast for a day. I don't trust people right. who don't eat. I need, right. I need food for energy. And that is it. Like she's yeah. just so unapologetically herself. Right. Right. That's what yeah. I love. Like, the, okay, sorry. I'm just going to say one more thing in the way that Taylor Armstrong had the energy of like this woman trying to be this rail thin Beverly Hills, wealthy wife and trying to conform and trying to be adored. Like mm-hmm. Georgina is the opposite. She is so confident in who she is and she has none of that, you know, trying to fit in energy. Like she acts like this was the world she was born to be in on some level. And the, and it's just amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I mean, I just think their family story is really special. I mean, that it's so interesting to me that this soccer player who's just like, you know, 
literally one of the most famous people in the world had kids with a surrogate before finding his partner. Like, it's not like he like got his like girlfriends pregnant. Like he, this is a guy who like wanted to be a father, like who like had a very planned, like, I want to be a father. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to have a surrogate to like, like create this life for myself in his late twenties. Yeah. Like it's really, I mean, actually, I don't know if his first son was like a part of that journey, but then his twins after. No, his first son was part of that journey. His first son really, yes, was was not like he was never romantically entangled with like the mom. There's no baby mama that I know of. Um, I because the the son is like going to be an elite athlete. Yeah, Um, the son like literally is extremely good at soccer, and so yeah, and like idolizes his dad, which is so cute. I know when he started crying when he like when they lost. Oh, well, the sweetest thing. That was actually an interesting moment because Georgina. So this is the thing. She just has this energy of like a 45 year old woman. Like she has so much conviction in everything she does. And like, she turns to him and she's like, no, you cannot be, you have to be happy. She was like, you, you have to, um, you have to be strong for your dad. You have to be strong for your dad. So he's not sad when he sees you. And I actually read a comment that someone put and was like, that was so rude. Like she should have let that boy feel his emotions. Just another mother telling a boy that's not appropriate to cry. It's like, no. It's okay for parents to tell people to understand how their emotion, to tell their kids that their emotions impact other people mm-hmm, and to right, attempt right. to control them, you know, yeah. to be considerate of other people's feelings. Like, I just, I just love it. I love it. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. She's she my, seems like a, a very sweet, sweet mom. Okay. But you also said we have like, differing opinions. So I'm ready for your refutation. You know, I agree with everything you're saying. I just got kind of bored with the show. I think I was wanting more of more scenes of like her and um Cristiano Cristiano am I saying that right Cristiano 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 I wanted to see more of her and Cristiano's like date nights I think he's super hot and I find their romantic dynamic to be like amazing and so I I just wanted to like see more of that and I I enjoyed seeing like her obviously her times like being a mother but I I think what I could have done without is like all the friend interviews and all of the like friend, the friend adulation. Yeah. The friend was like, I'm just like, of course, like, not that I'm skeptical, but I'm also like, of course you're going to say like, Georgina is the same person she was 10 years ago. You know, like I just, I, I could have done with like done without that. I realized the show is called like, you know, I am Georgina. So mm-hmm. it's, it is all about her, but I wanted to see like less of that, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the fact is, is that if you are a person and you provide other people with extreme luxury experiences, they're going to kiss your ass. And that is, that is just human nature, right? Because Mm -hmm. you want to, because you, because you are probably super excited to have that experience and you are grateful and you do think this person's amazing for giving you this experience. So I think it's just normal. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. I just, I saw a lot of it. That was like, I feel like that was like 40% of every episode. I will say it it's, it's the majority of the first three episodes is the lifestyle is the friends. No, I mean, I got to episode five. I feel like episodes four or five. And then I haven't watched six yet because I can't bear for it to end. But um, (laughs) really? Yeah, I'm rewatching from the beginning. I'm like obsessed. Um, No, I... Uh, I, I, I don't know. I feel like it, there's more to it. And I just, okay. I just love seeing her as a mom. Like it just, it made me like very baby hungry. I mean, be like, okay, yeah. I do need to have a kid soon. Yeah. I mean, her a family was at the center of everything. Like she was constantly also taking her sister on trips. Like, 
seeing her sister. It's just how special is it to just be so rich that you can literally just like afford to truly like just be with your family all the time. I mean, she obviously does like modeling and, you know, other types of like campaigns, but it's really special. Yeah. And that with that, you know, the, another dynamic I'm interested in is like, what's the sister situation? Mm-hmm. Like all like the friends and family members of extremely wealthy people, those dynamics are just forever fascinating to me Yeah, totally. because it just, it just would be, I think so tricky to be mm-hmm. struggling like a normal person while your sister literally has a, a super yacht in Monaco. Right. Just like right. there, you know? Yeah. It's what yeah. it's, it's just interesting. Okay. So we did ask, we did call out for a question. So let's just, let's just freestyle. Someone asked about a b- little bit of the birth order of us for us, mm. which I think as a quick refresher, Lauren and I are sisters. Um, and we have a family that has six kids. We have our parents, John and Deborah. Here's our family tree. And they had Ashley or Ash, our oldest sister, then Courtney then Lauren, then our brother, Nick, then me, then our little sister, McCall. Correct. That's the birth order. That is the birth order. The age differences are three and a half years between Ashley and Courtney, three and a half years between me and Courtney, five years between me and Chandler, and then five years between Chandler and McCall. And you and Nick have, how far apart are you and Nick? Nick and I are Irish twins. Like eight months apart? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So Nick is like four years younger than me. Yeah. Okay. So what else? Someone wants us to dispel the bad reviews about the walking pad. So I, I agree. I was also scared about the reviews. What, what calmed me was the idea that I could return it to Amazon, which I think Amazon is a pretty like a breezy return policy. It would be a pain to take this to like a UPS store, but it's something I could manage. Um, and I think I can return it for like two months. So that's helpful. I also did like have a weird sound with mine and the, the seller was very responsive and asked me to like send in a video of the sound to try to troubleshoot it. So like that is like, is, um, that helped me like feel better about my purchase. And I hope that makes you feel better about yours. So I do have news as far as this goes though. Yeah. We have sold out that walking pad. I know we have to have sold. Yeah. We've sold out not only the website, but we've also sold out. I, I, it has to be us and Courtney talking about this. Right. Um, Right. Right. So there are other like, yeah, there are, but there are other walking pads on Amazon, even ones that have Mm -hmm. better reviews. Here's my feeling. I was nervous too, but Courtney loved hers. And that was the link I used was Courtney's and Chandler loved hers and had no problems and was, or ended up being fine. But these other ones are, have great, have better reviews, but always buy with American Express because that way you have 90 days of purchase protection. And then additionally, you know, if it does break and there's any sort of warranty, you'll have American Express behind you too, in case the merchant doesn't honor the warranty. So, right. Right. And we're talking, I mean, it's, it is expensive ish, but it's something it's, you know, this is a 400, $450 purchase. It's not two grand that you're risking here. Um, right. Right. Someone asked, does your dad think everyone will get divorced? Hence his get a skill advice. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. But I think he's seen one too many times when people are in a, are in a situation where they don't have a way they don't, you know, have any sort of business or way to support themselves. And right. that's obviously more difficult to figure out later in life. Yeah. Um, 
Okay. Okay. Next one. Someone asked if we're watching Euphoria. So Lauren does not watch Euphoria, right? Correct. Um, I have watched Euphoria and I have been watching this entire season up until the last episode um, where all of my friends told me it was very, very bad and very stressful and dark. And I just decided to opt out. And I, in fact, I just had my friend tell me exactly what happened so that I could just, you know, jump back in next week because I'm just not great at the really darker episodes. And I am, Mm -hmm. I'm taking the show episode by episode and yeah, that's all. That's what I'm doing to protect my sanity and my brain. Um, someone wants to know, should I travel to Greece or Spain? I think that Greece is more striking for sure. Mm -hmm especially because, you know, you're now a 50 minute, if you get to, if you go to Greece and you go to one of the islands, you go to Mykonos, then you're a three hour ferry, super easy, one hour flight from Santorini for all these other islands. Mm-hmm. Um, also I want to give a plug for Greek waters. So when, I, when Kagan and I went with our friends and we t- took that sailing trip through this, I think it's called pronounced the Cyclades. Um, we, we took a, like a 50 foot catamaran and this is not a flex. Like it was really, it was nice. It was totally nice, but this was more akin to like, this was not below deck style. There was a skipper, basically the captain, that's what you call him. And then like a lady who made food and was super great, but this was not, you know, royalty, you know, this is not a flex. This is like very much, it's not that expensive to do. Not not an episode of below deck. No. Um, it was so amazing though. It was so incredible. And anyway, we really loved the company that we, that we booked with and it's a a super small family owned business. And he was like sharing with me, you know, like how difficult things have been for his business with COVID. And so I really want to give a shout out to Greek waters, look up Greek waters on Instagram. They have like a 25% off deal right now. If you book early and you can go with friends and have like a seven day trip where you go to all these islands that you couldn't get to really otherwise, like all these little spots that are just completely removed. So highly recommend doing that. Um, and Greek waters is the company. Someone asked for Chandler's favorite NYC spots and recommendations. I won't inundate you with like a ton of places, but I'll say my favorite, um, bagel in the city is from absolute bagels. I truly have tried out a lot of other bagel spots and I have not found a better egg bagel. My favorite is like an egg bagel with strawberry cream cheese or with like chive cream cheese. Um, so absolute bagels. Um, and that's on the upper West side. And I think my favorite pizza is like just another go-to for like, you know, New York dining is, um, I mean, I think Prince street is still incredible. It's obviously like touristy, but whatever. I don't care. Um, I think Prince street and then, um, made in New York, which is also on the upper West side. And if you're in Brooklyn, I also really like poly G's, but that's more like thinner crust or like more of like the oven. Um, I guess all pizzas are made in an oven, but, but it's like, you know, more of an oven pizza versus like a, a hearty slice, if you will. So anyways, those are just some, a sprinkling. Oh, and I, Ben and I love coat, which yeah, which is like Korean barbecue, but they cook it for you. And it's like Michelin star. And it's also pretty reasonable for like a really nice restaurant. So those are just like the restaurants that are on my, like go-to list. Um, someone asked why does primer make base wor- look worse versus better? It might be making your base pill. So yeah, one of the things I learned was that skincare products can make your actual, like even just a tinted moisturizer, which is what I use, make it pill, which mm-hmm. is obviously hideous. Um, so 
you might, it might just be making, you might need a different primer. I have been using my sister's serum for a primer and it, I, I, I put it on. I, it's incredible. My, my, any, my tinted moisturizer sits above my skin somehow. I don't even know how, how, but it's truly phenomenal. So my yeah. sister's skincare or skin's care serum also works as an amazing primer for dry skin. I can't speak to a uh, combination or oily, but for dry skin, it's incredible. Yes. Okay. Um, how to handle sister fights. So Chandler and I do this thing where we will get really, one of us will get really frustrated and be like, all right, bye. Like, I can't, I can't talk about this. I got like, I gotta go. Bye. Like just so <laughs> angry. And then we Im- immediately, literally within 60 seconds, like one of us calls yeah. the, the other one. There's like, sometimes there's more of like, you know, a three to five minute delay. Yeah. Just, maybe it's three we- to five minutes, but there's oh, like, we never just let it go there. Right. We try to really not stay mad for very long. I don't think we've had a fight that's lasted longer than maybe a day or two. Yeah. Never. That's maybe the longest. Yeah. How do Someone wants to know how often we dry, we wash our hair. I don't feel like Lauren ever really thinks about how often she washes her hair because she has not, not naturally non-oily hair, which is something I resent the gods for. Um, but I, I have to kind of go longer in between washes because I try not to, you know, like increase oil, whatever. Like if you wash her hair more often, it gets more oily, whatever the science is. Um, so I, I go like three days in between washing my hair, but it's tough. Like I swear day three hair is so rough on me that I just end up sometimes wearing a hat. Um, and I haven't really figured it out. And I think the, one of the more important things that I have learned is using nice shampoo because nice shampoo and shampooing your hair twice does make your hair like not get greasy as fast. I will say that, but it's, it's not a perfect system. I love Amber filler up stay shampoo. It's the one I use. I'm obsessed with the conditioner and the shampoo. Yeah. It's amazing. And it smells so good. We are having her on the podcast this month. Big announcement. We're having her on the podcast. Um, not next week from when this airs, but the week after and so excited to chat with her. But yeah, I packed day for my trip because I, one of the things I learned was that bad shampoo is what can really damage your hair mm-hmm. and I'm trying to grow my now. So yes. Um, I wash my hair probably every third day, probably every third day. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, but does that, does that, does that not track? Oh, that you? doesn't track with me. I feel like you're more of like a once or weaker. No, definitely not. I mean, maybe on the, maybe the fourth day, but I enjoy what I enjoy that process. You know, I have nothing against it. Okay. 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 Great. Um, well, is there anything else, Chan, or shall we depart? I'm, I'm yeah, let's depart. You gotta go. You gotta run to catch your flight. I gotta get to the airport. I'm so excited. Okay. I'll see you this. I'll see you later today. You all, okay, y'all, can't thank wait. you so much for listening. Don't Please miss your flight. enter our giveaway. Please um, help grow the pod. Shout us out and potentially win a walking pad. Mm-hmm. Love y'all. Mm-hmm. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. That's all for now, folks. Don't forget, give us a five-star review. Hit us up on Instagram at Apologists, and we will see you next week live every Wednesday.
Do you ever worry about running out of interesting things to say to friends when you actually get to see them? Then we've got the perfect podcast for you. I'm Eve Yohalem, and each week on Book Dreams, my co-host Julie Sternberg and I use books to explore fascinating questions, like what happened when a Harvard professor staked her reputation on an alleged gospel of Jesus's wife that turned out to be fake? And how did debut author Tom Lynn save the American Western by blowing it to bits? Are pigeons rats with wings or wonder birds? And what's the who, what, when, where, how, and especially why of books bound in human skin? Recent and upcoming Book Dreams highlights include conversations with Booker Prize-winning author Marlon James, Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Catherine Schultz, and Merlin scholar Dr. Laura Campbell. You can listen to Book Dreams wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Beerley and I'm Jennifer Chaikin and we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships and burnout, making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how and work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you, because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. Hey.